All right, then, just gone five minutes past eight here on Trickstar Radio, and we are about to jump into the Between the Posts podcast. How are we all doing this morning? This is our bi-weekly football podcast here on the show on Breakfast with COVID, and we talk about everything going on in the world of football, and it's always a uh, very enjoyable experience to do so. We do have Duke's guy in the building. How are you doing, sir? You all good? Good morning. Yes, not too bad. Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. How's your Christmas? Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, extremely hot. Yeah, Pre- I can imagine. Pretty smoky. Um, but no, all in all. Pleasant. Good, good. That's that's good. It's good to hear, man. It's good to hear. Did you keep up with much um, much sporting news whilst you were across the pond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, obviously in Australia. It's uh, eleven hours difference at the moment. So watching the games live was a bit tasking at times, but I still did it for the most part. Um, most of the games were either on eleven thirty at night or three am in the morning. So yeah, you could you can kind of get you, around you, it, free, free, especially over that Christmas period. It's not like you're not you're not, and you're on holiday. It's not as if you're like getting up the next day. Yeah, for, exactly. For like working, you know what I mean? Precisely. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's good to good to hear, man. It's good to hear you had a good time. Um. Yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 always good to hear. We've got a lot coming up today. Obviously, we're going to be doing a bit of a a um bit of a a, a war report later on for everything going yeah. on in the uh, in in the world of grime. But for now, we're going to talk football. Uh, we've got some interesting topics on the way today. I don't know where Pabs is. I think he might have uh, purposely overslept. Um. After <laughs> <laughs> following some uh, some very distressing news regarding um, King Kane, of course. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. that may that may have like, put him over the edge. Possibly, to it. yeah, poss- very possibly. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, we have got some stuff on the way. Uh, we're going to be doing obviously a festive recap, looking at all like the major incidents that have taken place over the um, over over the Christmas period, um, and and just in, just in general the other bits of um, football news as well. We're going to be looking into transfers. There's been a fair few. Um, Bits that have happened on in, re- in regards to sort of international news, and we want to look as well about the fact that players are playing possibly too many games, um, especially when it comes to the Christmas period, because it does seem to be incredibly, incredibly stacked. We have got a bit of a rogue microphone this morning as well. It seems to have uh, just gone off on a bit of a bit of its own tangent. Juki's moved over now. Sorry, right, I'm moving next door. Yeah, I've just, just gone next door. <laughs> She's got, we've got the a mic- works here. We've got we've got a microphone in the building. That's literally every now and then it will just go. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> yeah, literally, it just gets it gets a bit depressed, and it, it just, just slowly droops down. Droops, yeah, <laughs> uh, and it cannot be undrooped. <laughs> um, that's how I feel about football at the minute. To be yeah, honest, with you. it's a very good metaphor for cannot be undrooped. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's very true. a very good metaphor. Um, as well as that, we're going to look um, into um, social media marketing in football. Just briefly, it's something I want to briefly touch on because. Yeah. Um, I feel it's something that has sort of very much entered into the game over the last two to three years specifically. Like, yeah. I remember. No, I agree. Um, I remember a couple. Of, I remember before that. I was. I mean, football Twitter has been around for a while now. We're talking like eight, nine years of football, like football Twitter being. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, but I remember at first it wasn't ever a case of having announcement videos specifically for Twitter feeds. You know what I mean? And now, like, that's a big part of a signing. Even to the extent of like. I'm pretty sure they employ admins now for the account to like appease the fans, kind of yeah. in, a, in a weird right. way. Or try to, at least. yeah, to try to because it's specifically the. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like voluntary roles. I can't imagine there's too much money in it. But like, for instance, like uh, Roma's English account. Yeah, they're always like churning out bands. And you've got to think, like, well, that's not just some guy who's like, I'm going to have fun with this. That's clearly the direction they've been given. So. Yeah, it's like, look, take, take, take the mickey out of people. Yeah, yeah, because you know I mean? that's what's going to get traction. It's yeah. like, whoa, it's a football club giving out, like, a bit, a bit of... Yeah, there's a couple like that. Is, there's, is, it, is it is Leverkusen, Leverkusen as well? Is quite good like um, that. I think you're donning a Red Bull uh, New York shirt today. I think one yeah. of the Red Bulls, like Salzburg or Leipzig, one of them as well. Yeah. Um, I always forget this is a football team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just want the sponsorship for Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into it firstly. Then, it's obviously busy uh, Christmas period in regards to fixtures. We've seen like what four four games. I think it was over the over the two weeks we per were team. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think it's uh, it's very chocker block. It is very chocker, and obviously we've seen sort of league cup results. I mean, following on from the weekend. I mean, did did you watch the United City game? Uh, no, I, t- I couldn't watch the United City game. I listened to it on the on on AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, I watched the first half. Yeah. Um, and I was I was pretty speechless to be honest with you watching it. It was that bad. Yeah, it sounded like well they were describing it as like a training game and yeah. Um, I mean I think the definition of the of this game is that Phil Jones managed to injure himself running around in circles chasing Cabrera. <laughs> And when, I, yeah. when you see him injure himself, he is literally running in a circle. Literally, like uh, over the course of like a meter, it's just him like literally running in a, in a circular pattern. The curious case of Phil Jones. Uh, I could I could talk for a while about Phil Jones to be honest <laughs> with you, because he's somehow now our starting centre back. Still, yeah, that's crazy. Where's Where's uh, Marcus Rojo? Did he's, you Did you in, move he, him he, on? He's in oh. He's in Argentina. He's been in Argentina for three months. No, yeah. <laughs> we started the season with nine centre backs. We've got one fit centre back, and it's and it's. Uh, Victor and it's, and it's Victor Lindelof. Victor Lindelof, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but this is the interesting news. Let's talk about this Ashley Young situation then. Because oh, we're going yeah. to get into transfers properly in a bit, but I think this pretty much summarises where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I team. Think, I've I held think back so. the last few weeks about going in on, on United, but I'm, I'm, I feel to do this. <laughs> have week. you? A, a little bit. I, a I'm, little bit. A little bit. I haven't. I haven't gone for the, it. For the rants anyway. have been somewhat reserved. Yeah. Um, okay. But Ashley Young, <laughs> club captain of two years. <laughs> 906 years old. Yeah. Um, has turned around and said, from next game, I don't even want to be named on the bench. I want out of the club. I won't, don't want anything to do with it. The United offer him a contract um, as Inter to try and... This is the thing. They offer Ashley Young a contract to try and stop the Inter Milan attention. They didn't do it for Herrera. No, that's true. But they did it for Ashley Young. Like, I, 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 do you think that... I don't know, there's a... What? Who? Do, first of all, who do you think makes these decisions? Do you think it's Ollie or do you think it's Edward Woodward? It's, 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 it's Ed. Is it Edward it's Woodward? Ed, it's Ed of many. It's Ed of many woods. Ed of many. Ed, Edward squared. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he is a square and a half as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's him under the report of the geysers. I read mm. a really interesting Twitter feed the other day, uh, like a like a thread, sorry, yeah. um, on like all the things the Glazers have done since they've come in monetary wise. United are in like more debt than they started with. Really? Yeah, they they were in something like five hundred thirty-one billion pounds worth of debt or something mad like that. That's mad. Yeah, I did hear that the Glazers themselves were in, in like yeah. some well, sort when, of when they came in. Debt. When they came in, they pretty much just poured all of the debt, the debt into United assets. Ugh. See, so, yeah, that's the, like the opposite of what you want. Yeah, so basically, the re- I looked at the chart as well. United over the last um, ten years, I think it's since twenty, no, not, since twenty twelve, since yeah, oh seven, oh eight, I think it was, mm. or oh six, oh seven, I think it was the first year they came in. Um, on average, they've only spent around thirty million a year. Yeah, that's mad for and, for and, a club of United size. Um, and obviously, they'd had like good players, so the mate they haven't had to do too many massive major signings. And for a while, twenty thirty million wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, it, that was like a sort of like that was like that was like your major signing was a thirty million pound marquee. Yeah, do do do. That's how it was back then. Um, and also, you had Fergie who could like work wonders with not a lot. Yeah, and then uh, from that, um, I think the record was seventy six million in two thousand and. 2013 to 2012 I think it was when they brought in Van Persie oh, yeah. brought in um, I think it might have been B- 
Butner, perhaps it might have been Alexander. They brought in like two or three players basically to firm up the squad, essentially. And they brought in Van Persie and two or three other other players. Right. Yeah. Um, and they spent seventy million on the lot. Um, and since then, the, the average spend has been something like th- like thirty mil per transfer window. Yeah, that's mad. I mean, you need a club like your size, you need to be probably getting three or four signings a season, and each signing would be averaging probably about thirty million. Yeah. And that least. isn't even including net. That's not even getting into the net. Oh, really? That's not even getting oh. into the net. The season United spent, um, the, the season United sold Ronaldo, they only spent twenty million on on, on Valencia as a replacement. Yeah, and he ended up at right back. Yeah, and, had, and to put it frankly, we haven't had a right winger since. You know, I still don't have an actual right winger. Dan, Dan James, James, he's a left, he's a left winger. Is he right footed? He's a uh, left footed, I believe. Yeah, he's sticking on the right wing. Um, he can, he can play right wing, but he his primary position. He is, likes he, left. He, he okay. is a left winger primarily. He was signed. He was playing as a left winger when we signed him. Mm. So you know, I don't actually have a right midfielder. Spit. Um, but yeah, there's uh, Ashley Young has come out and basically said he doesn't want to play a game. And what have United done? They've gone, oh, okay, fine, you can go. Are we going to replace you? Because you are still technically a first team player. You've played probably the most out of. You've played more games than Shaw and Williams combined. You are like the go to sort of replacement left back. Yeah, left and right back utility man. He's yeah. like your Milner in a way. Yeah, to an extent. Um, are we going to replace him? No, we're not. We're going to call Borthwick Jackson from Tranmere. <laughs> Is that, now, how old is Borthwick Jackson? What position does he, he play? He plays left back and he's 23. And he's playing for Tranmere at 23. Yeah, fair enough. That's kind of your, that's kind of your level then, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's, what, they, that's what they can do. That, that's, that's those transfers they can do that other clubs can only dream of that's doing. It's like top end of League One. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it's just incredibly frustrating because they're not going to spend this window. Uh, who is it? It's Magu- Maguire's out, Pogba's out, McTominay's out. We haven't got a fit, so we have only got one fit centre-back. Um, so you've got Matic, Mata and Lingard. That, no, Pereira. Oh, remember. yeah, Pereira. Pereira, so. the man of many things, and no one knows what any of them are. <laughs> um, but that United's centre-attacking midfield options are Mata, Pereira and Lingard. Where does that Angel Gomez play? He plays at Cam. Oh, okay. He came on and United scored. Yeah, he's all right. He was yeah. supposed to. I read something where he was supposed to be like uh, the highest, high, most highest regarded youth prospect. Like he, I think I can't remember who else he was in a team with at, at youth level. It was like Hudson Odoi, maybe Foden. It was. He's he's been in the, all the England under under teams that have won stuff. But he was captain in them as well. Yeah. It, was, it said. Yeah, so he, like was. He, he was like the don. And yeah, then he's he, just sort of fell he off. Does, he doesn't write a blog. Yeah. <laughs> like Matter does, he doesn't sell as many clothes as Lingard does, and he is—he isn't as subservient as Pereira. So why would he get a position in the team? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. You, there's just so many things I can talk about it being just utterly, utterly stupid. Let's talk about Arsenal. How's yes, it going? Let's. Ah, so <laughs> I don't want to rub it in, but we're feeling pretty good over yeah, the Yeah, it's, it's looking a bit better than than it was. Oh mate, I couldn't be happier. Even even uh, when that Chelsea game happened, I actually—that's one of the few I attempted to stay up for, but just fell at that. Couldn't literally. I had yeah. too much, too much lager beer in my system. Eating too much food, so I just con- conked out about <laughs> a, fi- lager beer. a fifty minutes, sixty minutes, or something. So I went to sleep like all swimmingly, like smiling. We were one nil up, and then wake up, lost two one. Ordinarily, under Arsenal, that would be a catastrophic event. However. I genuinely said, uh, even in defeat, we've got our Arsenal back. Because yeah. you can see some semblance of tactics, patterns, play, style. It's so, so good to see and just so refreshing. I feel like we were just... Uh, 
uh, everyone was moaning after Wenger, right? And I think it was a case of you don't know what you got until it's gone because we were just like, ah, fourth every year and like, everyone's laughing at us for being fourth and literally qualifying for the Champions League yeah. year in, year out. That'd be nice, and, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and it, that was somehow became like the butt of the joke. It was like, ah, you only ever just... I mean, co- I, I can understand how it gets there, but it's, it's almost like that's accepting yeah, yeah, that yeah. you've lowered a level. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, it's it's just like you have to kind of understand that that's you're not gonna you like clubs in any sport at any level will go through peaks and troughs you're not just going to dominate through every single era so if your low period was just qualifying for the champions league year in year out that's not so bad and then you can build go and build on that but no we sort of became some self-entitled self-destructive club from a fan perspective at least we didn't know what we had he left and then I feel like the universe... I feel we should be recording this as Arsenal fan opens up. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> and then, then Wenger leaves, and I feel like the universe just said, all right, well, you want to actually see what's really bad? You want to really know what bad is? <laughs> Unai, go over, to, go over to North London, mate. Show them what, show them what you got. Show them what's up. Because we've got our club identity, our club culture, whatever you want to call it, whatever the buzzword is for this week, ripped out. Ripped out the club. Badge. It was... It, the badge, the show, badge bad. gone. We were basically just playing with like a hole in the top <laughs> left of our, our chest. There was nothing there. It was, it was that was catastrophic because it was just you couldn't see an end in sight other than giving him the chop, which eventually did come. And now it's just oh my god, everything Arteta says, you're like yes, <laughs> yes. Whisper those sweet nothings into my ear. Every, <laughs> Every press conference, do you know what, he knows what to say and it's like that, it's straight off the bat, he doesn't think, he doesn't have to like read some rehearsed answer, like oh no, I, d- I don't know if you could what, tell. What, what did you make of him as a player back in the day? And this is the thing, right, he was clearly, clearly, technically in like the top 10% at yeah. least, at least of professional footballers. Was it physicality that, as much that sort of let him down? Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think it's never a letdown. I think player, no, you know, no, no, no. But this is what I'm going to go on to. He was he was a La Masia product made by Barcelona, but never really touched the Barcelona level, because as you say, he didn't have the physical qualities. He had the he had the nous, he had the tact, like tactical prowess to to get to that level. But it comes a time where you just you don't have that the. You know that like big Shaq thing where it's like, I don't think you've got the facilities for that big man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like that. You just don't really have... Uh, there's, some, there's something not... You just aren't quite at the... You don't have the gift. You, you can't... Yeah, you don't have the tools to execute what you can. Yeah. Now, those t- type of players often, in my opinion, make much better managers. Because you've got the best players running around being the best their whole career. Yeah. They often don't know why they're the best. They're yeah. just the best. That's just what I do. I get on the pitch, I score goals. I get on the pitch, I play three balls all day, and then they score goals. Yeah. Whereas when you're when you're not, and also in a way, you're actually quite limited in what you know on a football pitch. You know how to do your job. Well, exactly. Yeah, and you, you yeah, and you don't. You never really had to learn anything because it was just like that's just your natural gift. You're just like that. Whereas when you're sort of that level below or a couple levels below. You, you have to observe. You're like, right, he's amazing at this. How is he so amazing at this? And then you study, dun dun dun, And then you sort of kind of put everything together and then patchwork it. Lampard is exactly the same. He was never, ever, like, gifted. He wasn't even technically gifted, really. He was he just... He uh, just worked for the badge. He, he was a proper badge player. And that's absolute engine as well for 90 minutes. So you, you have someone like that who's running up and down the field the entire time. Again, same under Arteta, played w- played with the best um, 
excuse me, the best managers throughout his career, and David Moyes. Um, I just think it's no, it's a it's a perfect storm for someone like Arteta. And do you know what? I, I went back and we've got a couple of Arsenal podcasts that are like the, the popular ones that I listen to, and I went back and listened to one the other day just out of pure curiosity when we were just announcing the Emery Emery signing as our uh, our new manager, and everyone thought it was going to be Arteta, and they were so disappointed it wasn't. And in hindsight, I am so glad it wasn't Arteta back when we got Emery, because he has, Arteta's had this extra 18 months to two years under Pep, sitting there in probably the best club in the world in terms of like just average success over the past yeah. 18 months probably facilities as well probably for exactly facilities so you've got to think the resources when you're like are planning against the team he's going to know stuff against the oppositions that Arsenal players won't have had a clue about under yeah. Unai Emery he'll, he'll know probably more about that Arsenal team than exactly than Unai ever did yeah Precisely. So yeah, I think it's it's been an absolute breath of fresh air. Got a lot of time for uh, Steve Round and Albert Stoverberg, I think his name is. They 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 two uh, seem to be two stellar guys who have come in as his uh, his assistants. We got Freddie still sticking around. So how much how much difference does the backroom staff make? Do you reckon in that sort uh, of scenario? Because obviously you can have like your main your main man, but if you've yeah. got like dead backroom staff, yeah, then it makes a bit of a. Well, I th- I think it's they're more. In- important in a, from like a complementary aspect like they're going to complement whatever skills the manager has so they can the manager will take the training sessions and they'll be the director of operations essentially in and around the first team but then like for instance for us Steve Round he was a defensive coach with Louis Van Gaal actually at um don't say at United. Don't, don't, say, don't say that now. <laughs> I think it was Van Gaal, or was it Moyes? It could have been Moyes, actually. Don't say that. Even... <laughs> he's possibly the person I dislike most who I've never met. Really? It, Van Gaal? It's, it's him or certain politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the politicians yeah. probably... probably but up, and, up until politics became something that was more at the forefront of my life, I genuinely did... I'd never dislike someone as much he was as like, I d- He was on your dartboard. Yeah. I never dislike someone as much as I dislike <laughs> Louis Van Gaal. Just everything about him, I didn't. Ah! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but no, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm very, very <laughs> pleased, very pleased with, uh, with everything. Particularly just his composure. Arteta's composure. He's, he said it's a big job. He's not, he doesn't seem overwhelmed by it. And yeah, he's just taking it all in his stride. This is this is what we've been waiting for, I think. Nice. I think it's... Uh, you see, I, I, I always bump into certain people. I, bu- I bump into people out, and they'll always say the similar thing of, uh, is is it not better when it's United, Liverpool, and Arsenal? Mm. What, the, as a as sort of, top four? As your, as, your, like, top, as your leaders, because they're, they're traditional clubs, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've got a thing with Chelsea. I've never really minded Chelsea. I think they were already an underachieving club. Mm. When when they got taken over, I think they already had like a semi decent sort of run. They had a lot of like decent quality players. Yeah, obviously Zola played there for like years. Like as in a world a world football legend is like we're talking Zola. Yeah. Um, they've had like so, like legendary players play for them over the years, but they've never they'd never prior to that ever hit that sort of echelon. No. And maybe that's that. Obviously, clearly that's what it, they needed. Like a serious like thing of right, let's do this properly. And a sl- like it's kind of slapped down a funding on the table to make that happen for them. I've never really minded Chelsea because they are a club that had history anyway. Yeah, they were always in and around. Like even back, yeah, tail end of the nineties, you had like Frank Leboeuf was yeah. their World Cup winner. 
Um, you had Desai, Jim, Desai there yeah, as well. Yeah, Desai, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank. Yeah. He was legend. I used to love time. Hasselbank. Same, well. same. I, I, th- I think he was one of them guys where you had to love him no matter yeah. what club you supported. Like a, a, a proper striker. Yeah, proper. Proper, proper, proper In the box number nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Do you know how happy it makes me seeing proper strikers? <laughs> like prop, not Seeing or saying? Se- both. Both, yeah. <laughs> both. He's saying, a proper it as, saying it as I see it, just in slow motion. See him over there, he's a proper striker. Proper number nine. Proper number nine. <laughs> that, no, no funny business. <laughs> just give it him in the box and he'll just find a way. He'll stick it in the net, right? That's what I like to see. It's what strikers should be. <laughs> um, that's, that's the... Uh, <laughs> That, that's that's uh, that's something. I well, was saying that we can bring it back full circle because they were saying that's what sort of flummoxed United the other day was that Pep didn't play any recognised number nine. Yeah, he sort of had a Bernardo Silva of all people playing like a false nine, and then Sterling and Morris Morris on on either wing, like yeah. sort of cutting in, and then that, that is interesting because it sort of leaves you. That's what def- Spain did in the World Cup. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's a it's a very pep tactic. I think yeah. Spain probably got it from them because he did it at Barca. Yeah, that was his sort I, of thing. I, I mean, I just I'll be honest with you. I think the, the depth thing, the 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 depth in difference in class. Oh right, okay, yeah, was yeah. very obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that goes down to tactics as well, like the, the depth of tactical n- knowledge. It's um, kind of it's to, actually... to start Lingard in that game. Yeah, it's like lamb to a slaughter at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's to start Lingard in that game and to start um, Pereira and Fred as your midfield two in that in, in a flooded in a city flooded midfield and to, and it for it to take you sixty minutes to change it. It's it's actually quite troubling when you see United starting eleven because when when you played us over the Christmas period you you would, you just put out some tweet you were like oh well Arsenal's eleven is clearly better than us and I was like well I don't know if it's that clear like we we've obviously got the two top strikers but after that it's a bit thin but I did it and I went man for man and I was like yeah you're probably right yeah you you starting this Brandon Williams guy like there's no tomorrow I'm guessing yeah. that's just out of necessity as well I mean he's playing better than this is the thing people he's don't not like, bad he's people, not bad people, people don't like Luke Shaw. People have a genuine thing against Luke Shaw. I don't think he's actually that bad a defender. No. When when Brandon Williams makes um the when when Brandon Williams makes like a fair few mistakes in a game, no one will say anything. If Luke Shaw makes one, he That's is it. He's, hounded. Right, okay, he yeah. is completely hounded yeah. for it. And I don't really have an issue with Luke Shaw. I think actually the fact he's still playing is an absolute madness. Yeah. No. Um and I think the fact that he's never really had a consistent run of games and the fact that he is still pretty decent as a left back. Yeah. Um, he's, he's he's not necessarily he's better defensively than he is going forward um, I think he's actually very good defensively in regards yeah. to being able to read the play and get in the way and covering he's very good at doing that um, and Brandon Williams is obviously more of basically your classic left midfielder that wasn't good enough at attacking so got put into so a left back yeah, position right okay um, but I think I think I think the thing in regard I think that the the bile that gets put at Luke Shaw because he likes Haribo essentially <laughs> yeah. is is uh, is utterly ridiculous I think it is I think it's utterly utterly ridiculous I think there's literally he's one of the best left backs in the league I have no I have no doubt about saying that I yeah, don't think I the think... left back quality in the in the Premier League is actually that high no and I think there's a lot of uh like you could do a lot worse than Luke Shaw, and yeah. I think you have done a lot worse than Luke Shaw in some of your other positions. Yeah, I, I don't. I honestly, there's a lot to sort out before you get to left back. Y- yeah, that, that's, I, that's I think left point. back is actually one of the positions we're okay. In. Left back and right back suddenly we're okay in. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, well, so, Cameron Borthwick Jackson. Yeah. Oh man, I can't <laughs> wait. But in, in, <laughs> all, in, all, in all seriousness, uh, Wambasaka and Dallow, I'm not actually that mad at as much. No, no, I, no, I, no, no. I, I like Dallow, but nice he's, varied he's, options yeah. as well. Um, Dallow is your attacking option in, yeah. that, in that scenario. Um, exactly. Same with Shaw and Williams. We're actually moderately stacked for fullbacks, and we've got. A, there is a youth player called Daniel Levitt who I quite like as like your third choice. Cool. Um, but when you've then got nine centre backs, yeah, and well, theoretically you should be all right centre backs. But I think centre mid is where you're really, especially yeah, it's, it's, when it's, Pogba inevitably goes. That's um, going to be. They won't replace him. <laughs> they will. They will not spend more than thirty million on a replacement. And, and even if you did, I wouldn't trust it would be the right guy because you've been running around getting like Fellaini, Schweinsteiger, Schneiderlin. You see, I don't. Again, I don't necessarily think at the time Schneiderlin was a bad. Schneiderlin's guy. probably yeah. Even when I just said that, I was like, oh, does he belong in that group? But yeah, he probably does. But um, just, just. But he never played. Yeah. They signed him, and Van Hal refused to play him, and it's like, well, how can you? Like, uh, and this is another problem with you, because you've been going through quite a lot of managers. You've sort of got, like, one guy starts to put his imprint on the team, gets fired, and then another guy will come in with the remnants of that guy's team, try to put his imprint, get fired, and then it's just like you've now got, like, the remnants of four different managers' yeah. teams. But the fact that I think the comp- that is, you can look at Rojo being in the squad yeah. as evidence of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rojo, Rojo and Matt are still being in that squad. Mean we, means we haven't moved on from 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 Moyes. No, Mata should be in MLS or something. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, or China. It ag- aggravates me as well when pundits pundits like talk matter up. That really really aggravates me. Well, he, he's still he's still do a it's job. Just, he, he, he hasn't had an assist. He hasn't had an assist in like something like thirty games. Oh shit! He, he can't do Sugar. a job. That's uh, yeah. I think with Mata as well, it's just someone where you like you. He's had such a good Premier League career where you sort of just. You give him a buyer, you know, and I think he's likable. Yeah, and he is likable. Yeah, he's like he's likable, but he's he's just not good enough. Um, anyway, let's move the conversation forward. Should we do transfers? Yes, let's um, get before, into before we talk about United for an hour. Um, so what I tend to do is just there's a, there's a couple of really good Twitter pages that kind of keep me updated on everything that's going on, like transfer wise. There's one called Deadline Day Live. It's called Deadline Day Live. It's <laughs> yeah. very good. Yeah, it, does, it, it, it does keep me updated. And there's um. I think it's Transfer Daily or something, something like that, which is more, which is very much UK focused, but it tells you the ones right. from like like the the, the Stockports and the Rock yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, okay, and the, and the movement around there. Um, obviously, the uh, if we're looking at sort of stuff that's popped over the last sort of days, Napoli looking at Neil Mope. Oh, really? Yeah, but Brighton won't sell for more than for less than forty mil, which is good from Brighton. They've got very to hold good. on to him. Yeah, well, and they're in no position to sell yeah. either. They've just literally just bought him. Yeah. It's his first season at the club. Uh, like he, he's he's been identified as a qu- good quality piece of scouting, and now everyone's going. Yeah, but do you know why Napoli are, are want to do it? Why? Because they know Mertens is off. Where's he going? He's though? going Juve. Is he? Mertens is going to Juve. Yeah. <sighs> Another free transfer. Yeah. They're they're the kings in this field. Oh, they, it's they, kind they, of annoying. Uh, it's just like stop being stop acting like you're some broke boy. Yeah. <laughs> Kind but of then, you can't say that because they have gone and splashed on Ronaldo and De Litt in the last couple of years. They've gone and splashed on big on like big players when they've needed them. But it's like say say you've got two people who are smokers, yeah, and then one you go out on a night out and the other one's just like chuffing away, and then the other one's like, oh, can I have a cigarette? Even though they've got a full pack in their pocket, <laughs> that's what you they do. They're they're just like some scroungers. It's like oh. Um, so Chelsea have made an offer for Benfica's Gedson Fernandes as have West Ham and it looks like West Ham are actually in the lead do you know what I think that's actually already done because yeah. I went on uh, it's always a good place to, to check Twitter anywhere yeah. and I just saw multiple 
multiple things saying it was actually already confirmed. Yeah, <clears throat> I think one source that Sky Sports as well. So, um, what's there's a couple. I mean, there's a couple of things on here. Uh, Patrick Catrone from uh, is it Catrone or Catrone? Catrone, I would Catrone. guess. Um, is in Florence to complete a move to Fiorentina. Yeah. Um, that, where is he at now? Is it Wolves now? Yeah, he's on loan at Wolves. He's, he only started at the start of this season, so it's only had a few months there. Um, Giroud looks like he might be on the way to Inter Milan. Inter Milan are just everyone. What? Really? They're just picking the, the elder that... elder players of the Premier League. What's the source on that? Um, that is Sky Italia. Mm, they're not as, as Sky Italia and Sky Germany aren't as reliable as Sky um, England. Yeah, it's looking like he's agreed a two and a half year provisional deal, but uh, they haven't agreed on a price yet. Chelsea want between eight and ten. But he's yeah. just going to go from sitting on the bench in West London to sitting on the bench in Milan because yeah. you're not, he's not going to get Lukaku. They're similar. Pl- they're si- they're they very are, similar. They offer si- I mean, Lukaku's quicker, though. Lukaku yeah, can he's, run he's, mo- so. he's much more athletic, but in terms of the playing stuff, he doesn't, he doesn't use the quickness as much, really. Uh, uh, maybe he does, actually. Uh, when he gets the opportunity, he does. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I was saying. Did you see his goal the other day? No, I didn't actually. Yeah, I'm, yeah. well. I'll get, I'm going to get it up on my phone in a second just so you can watch it whilst I'm going through things. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Eriksen's agent is in Milan to discuss a move to Inter Milan. Inter again, yeah. yeah they're geez. just picking it out. They've got, did Sanchez, they're doing Eriksen, yeah. <laughs> do Giroud. Yeah. They just want to pick like Premier League international players. Well, they've been looking at Juve and seeing how they've been doing it with their free, free transfers. And they've been like, I'm getting involved. But I remember. I remember. It's what City used to do. Just before mm. City came into money, they always used to have players that had just gone past their prime. Yeah, like they had. The, they had Anelka like just after he'd gone for his mm-hmm. prime. Like they had. Uh, like they're like a Stephen Island players like that. Yeah, had, like just gone past their. Sort was of that like, Robinho or was Robinho a start of the money? Uh, Robinho was at the start of the money. Was he probably? He was, like, he was probably the first, like, stage one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very much stage one. Uh, Tottenham have agreed a twenty-eight million pound deal with AC Milan for Piatek. Apparently, that comes from Sun Sport, though, so I don't know how reliable. Yeah, that is. I don't know about that. I wouldn't mind. Uh, do you know what? It'd be interesting to see him in the Prem. I told you that you lot should have gone for him. Yeah. At the st- at last summer, and I still think you should have because on his day he's an absolute sniper. But I don't know. He's very often on at the how, moment. How how old is he? Young. 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 I don't think United need another young striker. Yeah, true. But he's a, he's he's not going to be like out gallivanting on the wing. He's got no interest in that. He is like a Lewandowski esque. Yeah. Although I'm just saying because he's just Polish. on the side. Like, how good has Lewandowski been this season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very good. Like he's 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 isn't he isn't he is he still like in positive goal to game? No, no, I don't think anymore. I think it's just I think it's just dropped off. It's sort of just uh, evened out. But honestly, like he the fact that um, just as a side note, he wasn't picked in FIFA's. Anywhere near FIFA's team? No, I, th- I think it's just it's it's just been only to his detriment that everyone else in the t- well, not everyone else, but a fair, a considerable amount of players in the other top teams have just been yeah, Mbappe and, and, Messi, out there. and Messi got picked over him because so. that's what I mean. You can't really say anything about that. Then. Did you see Mbappe's attempt at the goal the I other did, day? I did. <laughs> the, 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 orda- the audacity! The Rabona. <laughs> if it had gone in, if it had gone in, I don't. Think, I think he would have done the Cantona. Just stood there and just gone. Oh yeah, what, what could you? Have but, done? I, but again, I think Mbappe's quite likable. Yeah, I think he is as well. Um, yeah. And he knows he's good. Yeah. And he's getting better. Have you seen how much he's bulked up as well? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I didn't actually realise how much he'd bulked up until I saw someone just showed a photo of the Monaco team when they won the league with like Benjamin Mendy, Bernardo Silva, Thomas Lamar, and then Mbappe. And Mbappe, it's like 
now he's wearing like a, a bodysuit or something. Yeah. That's what he looks like. And because he's he's not lost any of the pace. No. So now no. people are just bouncing off him as he runs through. I mean, he he's similar athletically to like he's like athletically he's in a similar sort of field to Ronaldo. He's tall. He's uh, he, he's got that sort of athleticism, <clears throat> but he's also got the ability to bulk out and not like. I'd say he's somewhere in between the two Ronaldos. Yeah. R nine and CR seven. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Actually, he's a good, uh, he's a good middle ground. He's got best of both worlds. Um, West Ham manager David Moyes wants to sign. Guess who? Who? Marouane Fellaini. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's jokes. That's, that's like, the most Everton Moyes signing I could possibly imagine. Yeah, that's like uh, uh, who's Harry Redknapps? He had a few. He always had a few. Just wherever you go, just bring 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 him along with you. I can't remember who is it with. Uh, ben Benjani. Yes, it it ben <laughs> yeah. Everywhere yeah. he went, you're coming with me. Yeah. Um, Inter Milan. Oh, again, another one from Inter. Uh, what's going on with Inter Milan? Yeah, I, don't um, know. I, I think they're probably just pushing to, for squad depth to rival Juve. I think that's what they've, yeah. they've realised. They have to go right. Let's go and get in a lot of clever signings here. When also they've just got a new manager as well. Conte's there, so I think you've got to kind of a, at least for the first season you've got to appease their their requests. Um, the they're transfer. after Sandro Tonali. Good signing. Oh, the guy at was it Palmer or Brescia or um, somewhere like that? I, 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 I can't actually. It is, it is someone. Uh, Brescia. Brescia, yeah, Brescia. it is, yeah. Um, no, but he looks very, very good. Very, yeah, he does look like a very good player. I've heard his name uh, mentioned quite a lot. Um, uh, Real Madrid are still keen to offload Bale this summer. That's they've been saying that for four years. Uh, Chelsea have entered the race to sign Thomas Lamar. Apparently, um, looking at this. Uh, Borussia Dortmund have joined the list of clubs who want to sign Norwich right back Max Ahrens. He's been the talk of a lot of conversation the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we we were supposed to, well, we were like in talks with him apparently a couple of seasons ago. I actually wish we'd pulled the trigger then; it would have saved us some some grief at right back. Since, although I don't know, it's going to be one of those. I see him as more of a Tottenham signing. I don't know why. Maybe he's going to end up being too good for that. But you know those players where they're tipped for greatness, but then they just sort of. Just not being great. Yeah. Like a kind of... Do you remember David Bentley back in the day? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, it's the new Beckham. And then he just wasn't. I feel that nine times out of ten, as soon as people get that it's the new, they're not. Yeah, they're not. When, <laughs> when has anyone ever been the new? Apart from Mbappe to possibly an honorary type figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that possibly... I mean, Martial got called the next honorary. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, he did. You're right. And there's loads of like, oh, he's the, the Italian someone. Like yeah. the Italian Messi. There's... It, there's a messy of every nationality he's the Mexican right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now uh, we'll see we'll see how that one pans out. Max uh, Aaron's a great player though, for now. Yeah, I like Max Aaron's. Um if he goes th- Spurs, it's not a great player. There's a couple there's a couple more on here. Um interesting enough. Um I'm gonna try and get a clip of this Lukaku girl just so you can just so you can see it quickly because oh my word, it is good. Like it everything about it is what he didn't get to do at United, basically. Yeah. Um I think it's, it goes it goes a, a long way as to explain w- the problems at United when you see other players leaving and flourishing. I yeah. think it's the Smalling's an example as well. Yeah, Smalling is a great example. You've got top Italian teams fight, f- literally fighting over a signature at the moment. Yeah. So right, there you go. If you want to watch that on on there, well, yeah. we, we can do this conversation. But yeah, um, I was looking at his stats the other day just to go into it. He scored uh, he scored no less than ten goals in his first season for every club he's played for. Um, Lukaku every every season apart from his first season he played I think the funniest thing with Lukaku is just when you see that was it like under 18s or under yeah. 15s or something he's like three times the size of uh, of the opposition player yeah yeah that's a great goal yeah. to be fair 
He's like run half the pitch. He's, run half, he's directing the, the other striker. He's literally pointing at the yeah. other striker. You run that way. Both go, defenders go for it. Go make the run. And then, uh, yeah, I'll slide in and just... He's literally picked up from it from in his, his, own, yeah. in his own half. So this is, the thing that aggravates me with it is people will say he can't... Um, he wouldn't fit into this sort of counter-attacking movement. Yes, he does. He, yeah. he clearly can. I mean, he, he clocked the fastest sprint time at, at, in United's team in his last season. So it's not as if he's, <laughs> it's not as if he's slow. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's look at this then. Do we think there are too many games over the Christmas period? Uh, short answer: Yes. Long answer: Yes, but get over it. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. what, what, I don't know. I don't know what else you want us to do. I, would you, as a fan, would you want to relinquish any games from that festival? No, I, I wouldn't. But is that us? Is that fans being greedy and then? Players, ha- hey, does does that does that then lead to clubs having to overspend on squads and then everything price wise getting ramped up further and further? Could this Christmas period actually be a factor in the fact that prices have gone through the roof? No, 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 no. Because it's just the it's just the Premier League that's doing it. I think that I think it's inexcusable that you don't have a squad that can get you through that period if you if you're a Premier League club. I don't think that's an excuse in the slightest. If you're a Championship, League One, League Two, whatever, down the pyramid, fair enough. But you can't be like just if you're planning and organising to the extent that you should be, you're not going to end up in any bother. If you have a team like Liverpool where you sort of have a fixed first eleven, I could kind of understand it a bit more. But again, no excuse. You kind of have to just compromise. It's part of the. It's it's like. An obstacle on the course, you know. But, that, but that's what I mean. To get a first, to get a squad of players that is not necessarily just having players, but I mean players that are good enough mm. to get you through. That's what I'm saying in regards to like the financial side of things. Is it actually becoming too costly to do that? And is that why we're now seeing squads going into it? So it would only be too costly if there's a shortage of players. I don't think there is. I, I think people are. I think clubs don't want to spend and they don't want to go and get more. I think they want to have a smaller squad as possible. And that's great, but you can't. Yeah. So, <laughs> you so, can't. It's that simple. Yeah, but, that's it. Sorry, you can't. Yeah, no, I, I I, don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's managers, basically. Because you, you, you always want to play your best players, right? Yeah, that, of that's, that's what it is. And then you just sort of have to delegate the games in which you're not going to play your best players. And I, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry, it's... It, it probably will change or lessen, I should say, at some point. I think maybe there's one fixture you could get rid of. There was like one midweek one, maybe in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, there's a, there's there was a like a Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. I think, there was games. And it's like, maybe you could scrap that game where you can put that back into like March or something. Yeah. Because it does, it does thin out towards <coughs> the end of the season when everyone's not in the cups anymore. It make, that's when you've got a bit more time to yeah. kind of play with things rather than cramming in. Because obviously you've got the start of the FA Cup, you've got the League Cup all around the Christmas period, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, that on top of a congested Premier League fixtures, because you've got the New Year's Day game and the Boxing Day game. I think those are the non-negotiables. You can't yeah. get you can't get rid of no, those. I'm not two. saying get. I'm not saying you can get rid of those. But what I mean is, there's they're 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 in place for those. Move one of the other ones. Yeah. Not, not one of the cup games because the cup games need to be there for it to function properly. I get that. Yeah. But one of those other Premier League games could be taken out taken out of that. Just so you're not playing five where you could quite easily just be playing four and play three later down the line where you're currently playing two. Yeah, I'd, I'd compromise with taking one one game week out of that out of that period. Yeah, I think it's doable. And, and to be fair, it's, it's like that's one of the main things that managers and players have a shock with when they come to England because no one else does it. Yeah, no one else does it around yeah. around Christmas period. Well, do mo- most do most other leagues have two 
domestic cup competitions? Uh, France do. I don't think it's Italy do. I don't think Spain do. They just have a Coppa Italia, Coppa del Rey, whereas France have Coupe de France and Coupe de la Ligue. Um, Germany just have DFB, Pokal, I think. No, I think we, we're probably the only one. And France, obviously. Yeah, uh, so France. That, that, that obviously makes another difference. But then France also has two less teams in the league, so they got less games throughout. Okay, interesting. How, how many how many teams are in German league? I think they've got twenty as well. Got I'm 20. pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because obviously that extra player in the in the thing that that extra team does make a oh, huge fair, difference. A fair difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so so yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I think obviously there's a lot of conversations to be had about like fitness of players and player well being and stuff like that. But I think it does actually come down to the clubs. But again, this this does fall back into the point I, I was sort of talking about earlier. I think I don't necessarily know if clubs can afford to maintain to now to maintain a quality level squad on the wages and costing that it now costs. I don't necessarily think that all Premier League clubs can do that. But if they all can't do it, then again, that's fairness, and I'm I'm on board with that. Because then adapt, improvise, adapt, overcome. Said the Soberg rules. <laughs> Expected some, <laughs> some, some zoo or something. Yeah. <laughs> said of, in the words of the mighty, the yeah, mighty. Um, but yeah, okay. That, First I, of I, mean, that, that, I, I agree with that to an extent. If it's the same for everyone, then yeah, obviously the, that's sort of a similar thing to financial fair play and stuff. What, like are, that, we, what are we moaning about? Obviously, yeah. the top clubs are going to be more. They're going to be better. Well, that's why they're the top clubs. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah that, ma- that makes sense. Obviously, it's still a discussion point. To yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, I, I would compromise with one game week for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think. I I think um, I like the Christmas break because obviously most people are sort of away over Christmas. You know, yeah. most people have a bit of a break, so you can kind of go right. There's three football games over this period. Yeah. It's it, it's like a it's a tradi- it's a traditional thing as well. And it's just so, it's like the crescendo of the season yeah. almost because you you're like right if you this is where the going gets real tough. Yeah, like you need to knuckle down, batten down the hatches, and get through this period and have a good fitness department. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, <laughs> but it will have a good, good bearing on on the rest of the season. Usually, yeah. I mean, I found myself but uh, at the start. December saying right if Liverpool get out of this month unscathed they're unstoppable yeah and guess what they did yeah quite like quite comfortably as well without (laughs) I think it looks they won their last five games something like 13 nil in the this is league games by the way they haven't conceded in the last five yeah and they've just been quiet as kept going one nil two nil two nil one nil in the the words of the greatest manager of all time one nils win the league yeah exactly one nils win the league and i think do you think i might i might actually think that might be city's problem they can't they can't grab a one nil they can't grab a one nil they've been quite unlucky i know it's it's probably about time they had some like torrid times but in terms of centre backs, <laughs> they've actually been quite unlucky. Yeah. Or was it again lack of planning, not replacing company? Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, company wasn't even playing. No, but I think even just that, like it's like us with Koscielny, we could have really done with him this season at points. He was never going to play probably even two or three games in a row, but just the thought of having him there, if yeah. need be, and not having to rely on a Nicholas Otamendi or B uh, Socrates David Luiz. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah, that, I mean, it, 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 make, it makes sense. Should we uh, jump into some uh, fixture conversation? I think we've talked about everything we were gonna gonna pretty much talk about. Yeah, I think um, which, so. which was pretty. I wanted to cover Christmas. Obviously, um, we're not going to talk about every single fixture that's happened. However, the emergence of Triore, I want to talk about this. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, the, the fact that one of his teammates revealed he was actually scouted by multiple NFL teams while, yeah. while he was at La Masia. Um, <laughs> I think 
Um, I think what a player we could have yeah. in the Premier yeah. League on our hands. I think the fact he's come into that Wolves team out of pretty much nowhere, started as a right back. I think he, I think he was originally playing as a right back the first few games. I can't then, possibly, yeah. And then it got bumped immediately up to that sort of right wing position. Yeah. He just looks like an animal. Well, I think they play that they play that um, three at the back yeah. deal. So I think yeah, that right wing back is sort of like a yeah, a half and half. He's, he's quite young. I think he's I think he's like twenty one, twenty two, sort of. It might be twenty three. So he's, he's young. I, I tell you what, I remember playing FIFA sixteen, maybe even fifteen. He was sixteen at the time. Yeah. So, so that's how that's how long that was. Him and Dennis Suarez were the two that I bought every career mode. You buy those two, and they will just develop into like ninety four players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I always remember this Adam Adama Traore kid. I was like, "Where is he in real life?" Because you you know when you see someone yeah. on FIFA, and you're you know like, how I thought I thought that about Tielemans for ages. Yes, Tielemans, he's another one. Yeah, Tielemans. Um, and there was there's another uh, uh, Obiang at, at West Ham. He was another one who used to turn like 92, but now he's flopped in real life. It's a um, shame. There's 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 a defender for I think he plays for Bot Munich now. Uh, Pavard? Not Pavard, no, he was quite young. Because Pavard came Pavard came out of like nowhere. Yeah. Realistically yeah, he'd come out of nowhere. Um I th- Todibo? No, oh no, he's Barcelona. No, it's, it's, does he play for Bayern? And anyway, he's, he's one of that one of the, you know when you go through on FIFA specifically, yeah. you go through like the high rate the yeah, sort of yeah. high potential yeah, young yeah, defenders yeah. and then seven years down the line they're suddenly good out of nowhere. Yeah. Um <laughs> that that's he, there's there's a couple of uh, German players that are in that like uh Jonathan Tarr will be one as well. Yeah. Jonathan Tarr's yeah. in that bracket now. It's it's good to see how they develop in real life and I think Adam Adama Traore, I just keep wanting to call him Adam Traore. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Adam. <laughs> so I think yeah, Adam's uh, he's he's really proven the haters wrong as well because they were saying he's a bit of a headless chicken case. But I mean, he changes games. Yeah, he comes on, yeah. changes games, and that, um, obviously every at that age you're going to need refinement. And your, your if you're that sort of player, if you're a flair player, For sure. which which he is, he is like an impact will do something sort of player. He's not a like oh I'll pass it sideways, I'll pass it. Sideways. He's gonna, he's going to be a player that will run at you near enough every single time, and most of the time beat you. Well, this is the thing because he's either going to go. He's like Joe Malomu of football. Yeah. He's either going to go round you. He's going to go straight over the top of you. Yeah. Either one, pick a pick a choice. Because one of these is happening. He's going past yeah. you. It depends on you. <laughs> you can t- dis- sure. you can work out how you're going to. Do you want to fall over by your own volition, or do you want me to, to <laughs> help you there? <laughs> Do you like some assistance? You ended up on the floor, yeah. So, how much do you think he go f- he goes for now uh, in today's after, market? After this season, I reckon he's a forty-five. <laughs> you were going to say after tax, <laughs> so, <laughs> after deductions, yeah, <laughs> agent fees, let's get to all that. Yeah, now, um, I think after this season alone, I think he's a forty-five million pound. I, th- I was going to say yeah, forty to fifty, so forty-five. Um, million, yeah. I think another season of doing what he's currently doing and improving, he becomes a seventy. Yeah, it almost doubles, doesn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's. Yeah, because he's low, low risk, high reward at this point. I think because he's not really going to regress. So we've uh, got got a bit of a madness going on in the studio <laughs> next door. Shout, shouts to Will Rankin. Um, but no, I think he's not really going to regress. So you, he's only going to get better. He's either going to stay at the level he's at, or he's going to get better. So yeah, I don't know. It will be interesting to see whether he does go back to Barca or would you take him at United? I'd lo- he's a right winger. I'd love yeah, him at United. A, I was just thinking he is a right winger. I'd yeah. love a right winger at United. Like a, a proper, <coughs> not and the thing is not just a, a pacey, flimsy player either. We've, yeah. had, we've had so many of the pacey, sort of flimsy players. Dan James is his example. He, he's quick, but he mm. gets barged off the ball near enough every single time. Um, whereas Troy won't get barged off the ball. It'll be uh, it'll be very interesting actually to see how 
uh, how much Spain national team are keeping tabs on him. As yeah, well. I mean Spain. Spain traditionally have never really relied on pace, have they? As as a sort of function or, or a winger in general. Yeah, it's true. He's actually he quite an anomaly of a player. You think of any Spanish wingers really? Jesus Navas. Um, no, there's not an abundance, is there? No, they've they, they've never really been a winger based. No, they sort of play that compact midfield, and yeah. the the width comes from uh, the fullbacks. Yeah, normally. Yeah. So, but, so we'll see though. Be, I think they they'd be stupid to leave my home for the, for the Euros. Yeah, I mean he's he's in he's in form. I just I just like Wolves, mate. I just love everything Wolves are doing. Yeah, I love their team. <laughs> love the fact they have got um. They're, they're, they've got a moderately young squad, but they've got the the age where they need it in Patricio, in Matinho. Like they've got players that have got the the, the age they need. They've got Dendonka in the squad. Like they've got international players. And yeah, and just solid players yeah. as well. Like that aren't like fancy marquee signings. Like someone like Connor Cody plays every single game for them. Willie Bolly will play every single game when he's fit. These these aren't guys that are getting like touted to every big club, but boy, do they do a job. They at, do, they at, do a job. And I think same with Sheffield as well. I'm loving Sheffield as well. Should we run through some uh, fixtures? Just yeah, let's we, we're always we're always rushed on fixtures, so I'm going to do it a couple of minutes early. Yeah, let's um, do it. Let's, uh, so Palace Arsenal. Palace Arsenal. Oh yeah, nice uh, nice easy start. That's tomorrow twelve thirty, right? Yep, nice early kickoff. Um, right. I usually would be very apprehensive about this because we always con- concede at least a goal, usually a penalty to Palace. However, I'm just excited to watch us at every given opportunity now. Oh, so must be nice. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I just can't wait to see how Mikel like tackles each problem. So what, what's he <laughs> going to do, this what's he do now? What's he going to do now? Sort of Batman. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it is. So, how are you not feeling about Rick and Morty? That's it, but with Arteta. <laughs> So I think um, no, I think it's going to be uh, hard fought. I'd say two one. I was going to say two one. I'm going to retract my two one, and in place I'm going to put a one nil. Going to go for the one zero. Same as last match. I think we're bringing back the old famous one uh, nil to the Arsenal. Good. I think it's coming back. Nice. Uh, Chelsea at home to Burnley. Ooh. Difficult. I don't know where to stand with Chelsea at the minute. No, Chelsea are horrible at home as well. Yeah. They're they're one of these weird teams that seems to just like they, the the uh, chains come off when they go away, but when they're at home, it's like uh, I don't want to disappoint my daddy, being Roman Abramovich. He's going to send me to, back to Russia. I think that Burnley are a very good side when they want to be. They did just get turned over a few weeks ago, five nil by a depleted and depressed Spurs side. So I don't know how much that is to go on. If that Burnley turns up, it could easily be uh, three, four, five again. But if Burnley, if Sean Dyche can actually get some uh, some vavavoom out of them, then I will say, which which I'm going to base this on, I will say it will be one 0 one 0 Everton Brighton, very interesting game. Is that at Everton? Is that Everton? Mate, if if he was to lose this, I'm not gonna lie, Ancelotti's kind of under the cosh a little bit yeah. already because you could. That's something we didn't touch on, is Liverpool yeah. putting their kids out and absolutely trouncing Everton. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, they would... If you'd said one one team, if you like took away all the names, and that's a cliche, and said one of these was seasoned Premier League players and the other one's kids, you would have said, well, the Premier League players are the ones in red. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. 
Um, so yeah, I'll go for. Sorry, Brian, I love you. That's my uh, thirteen. Wait, I did actually get. I have actually had a couple of messages about the podcast about um, having more of a focus on Brian, which we should probably should do. Yeah, I think we should do that as well. Actually, yeah, yeah no, have because a, have we, a little catch up on what Brighton are doing. We are based in. We are based in Brighton. I mean, I'm not a native Brightonian, so that is my excuse for not uh, for not doing it. I'm not sure what my um, what my host's uh, um, excuse is. Mine is I never have been an active Brighton fan, <laughs> so to start doing it now when they're doing well would be blasphemous. Yeah, it would be quite. Yeah, conceited. Um, I'm doing it out of honour, okay, people. <laughs> it's yeah. being done out of honour in a good way. No, I think that's a good idea, though. We should we should do some more. Like, like a bit of a focus point. Yeah, just them. just like a little 10, 15 minute segment, maybe on uh, how Brighton are doing or however long it it, it requires. But yeah, uh, we're um, going to go Everton on that one, I think. Yeah, I think we'll go Everton. I think we, Ancelotti has got to got to get through to his players at some point. We'll go two one Everton. Um, you have Leicester versus Southampton next. It's got to be Leicester. Isn't yeah, it? I'll say four 0 Leicester. Um, I, I just think Vardy's back now. Yeah, Vardy, most possibly the most underrated striker of the last five years in the Premier League era. Yeah, possibly. I think he he needs to. I would very much like him to unretire. I'd like him as a as a substitute from yeah. from for the Euros. Well, form wise, form wise, he's he's. He could be starting, yeah, <laughs> yeah like quite true. quite easily. Yeah, I mean, I think he's never really had much of a, a run in that. He never really got much of a chance to have a run in that England team. I reckon he would ha- he would bring something so different to Kane. To Kane, yeah, a bit more kind of like it's, a yeah, bit no, more gnarliness. I, I would actually prefer him in some matches to play ahead of Kane because he's captain. He's I can't yeah. see Gareth doing that. Uh, United Norwich. Well, you take this one. There's going to be one goal either way. You reckon? Yeah, I don't know how to call it's it. It's at Old Trafford. Yeah. Nah, I think you. I think you. Uh, you win this comfortably, because because you guys actually you don't really go against the smaller teams as well. But smaller teams are better against us than the bigger teams normally. But now yeah. that's gone completely out the window over the last two ones. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's true. And if you let Pookie have any sort of sniff, you could be ruining it. He's so. up against Phil Jones. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, it, it, this isn't a joke anymore Phil Jones is now as I said at the start of last <laughs> season the end of last season I said Phil Jones and Ashley Young will be starting players for us this season but you didn't realise it would be happening uh, just just the other side of Christmas yeah <laughs> oh so dear um, yeah either way don't know don't care bored anyway we'll moving one, on one nil, uh, Wolves uh, Newcastle um, you've got to go Wolves really you? yeah I think 3-1 Wolves um, ironically up until uh Two weeks ago, my my new ultimate team, I play ultimate team now. I'm I'm back on ultimate. Oh yeah. Um, my super subs were Traore and St Maximum. He's another one. I yeah. can't I can't see him staying at Newcastle too long. No. Again, impact player. Um, we've got hurry these up. Actually, we only got about a minute left. That's right. Um, Tottenham at home to Liverpool. Sixteen nil Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bournemouth at home to Watford on the Sunday. Um, I'll, I'll say go I'll yeah. go 1-0 Watford actually really Based on they're rest. playing really well at the moment do you know what I'll go 2-1 Watford um, yeah that's yes, a good shout um, N- Nigel then, Pearson and then City away at Villa uh, I might go. I might go one-one. I'm gonna go two-two. I was gonna say here. Yeah. I, I think that's that's got that's got a draw written all v- over it. Villa have got a good uh, good performance in them. Um, cool, right? That's that. We're gonna um, finish up next. Then, what's your pick of these bunches? I mean, it's got to be the Tottenham Liverpool game, hasn't it? For the yeah, that's probably the the match of the week. Well, actually, Everton Brighton. I think might yep. be the most interesting fixture out of all of those. Yep, that would be a good game. I think, I think, and the two bookends of the of the weekend as well. I think uh, Arsenal Palace will be a good game, and I think Villa City will be a good game. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's there's the old cliche, obviously, isn't there? Of like the Premier, that people say the Premier League's the best league. I don't necessarily think the best players in the world play in the Premier League. However, I think, um, well, they kind of do at the minute, but I think 
the average player in the Premier League is better than anywhere else. Oh, like. yeah, without a doubt. That's why you've got like Valencia players will go to West Ham or yeah, something. You know what I mean? That's without what I mean. Um, coming up next, we're going to jump into the.